0: If it's a four bedroom, the four beds are what four two seven eight square foot. Divide that by one hundred and sixty mil, comes out to thirty seven and a half thousand square square foot. It's on. It's on a way to be in business. It's not. It's not what that is, but it's, it's blooming mad. It's only going to be one with the with the balcony. I don't know Time to do a little bit of digging and see what it was Go on, Jack
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Taking Care of Business I'm not quite sure how the team are going to cut and dice this recording up but Go at on. some point you're going to hear Mark has had his absolute mind blown by an apartment selling for 41 million dollars in the Burj Khalifa I don't believe it Why? Yeah.
0: So... If it's a four bedroom, it will be, I think it's off, off record, I think it's 4,228 square foot. Yeah? So the property sold for 160 million dirhams. That makes it thirty-seven and a half, thirty-seven thousand four hundred dirhams per square foot, which will make it the most expensive apartment ever recorded in Dubai. It's the world's tallest building. So the lighthouse went for 410 million dirhams in uh, the Bulgari, that was in March, that was 37,000 square foot, which worked, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head, what that works out per square foot. But if that's the case, that makes it the most expensive property that I've ever, well, on record.
1: Square foot wise, Yeah. what Mark's upset about for anyone that has watched these podcasts before, or maybe hasn't, Mark has a great analogy or a great description as to why Dubai is still underpriced on the world stage and this sale has just blown you apart. <laughs> I'm
0: not using that, yeah. Well, I have spoken to Cash and I've asked Cash to say I found that out a little bit more because that's blew my mind. That I, I saw it yesterday. Obviously there was that and there was the, um, the units in the Bulgari that went for 122. And I, I didn't even think about it and I thought it must be in a Bayer Khalifa area but it's not it's it's a four bedroom in in Burj khalifa it's got to have a terrace and i think there's only eight units that have got a terrace on Burj khalifa but even sol that's still gonna be there's
1: only eight units this is about the moment <laughs> one thing we don't know is the condition the upgrades what comes with it if you saw the news in um i think it was melbourne or sydney this week someone was having a three million dollar supercar lifted into the apartment you never know if it's got one of those seen that yeah um but anyway like i say welcome to the pod a bit of an unusual start but I did, I th- it was funny because Mark's mind is blown about it to try and capture it on camera. That's talking about one end of the market. One of the things to cover on today's pod is, we've been on for quite off, quite a while now, we're talking about the market's great, this, that, and the other. For the first time in quite a while, our monthly report this month has got some downward red
0: arrows on. Don't annoy. Yeah. About 10 missed calls or 10 falls from people who have said there's the market coming down, there's a depreciating. Listen it's carry on board no
1: well ca- no you carry on so I, what's our take on that why are we seeing red arrows and, and what do they
0: what are the red arrows and what do they represent listen let's let's not be around the bush the market is not declining first and foremost i want to get that set the record straight you've got to look at the time but we've had in the last 40 50 days or the last 40 days we've had eid we've had ramadan obviously and we've had the Easter holidays in the UK.
1: So when we say, I mean, Easter holidays, in the UK and obviously in, in Dubai for all, all those on a, a British curriculum, I guess, and what, to explain the point more to people is that means that kids are off school, people go on holiday, less people are transacting properties. When we talk about Ramadan, specifically what's the impact of Ramadan? Well, you've
0: lost short hours as well. So let's put aside Ramadan, even, be, even with the trustee officers, you have what, what essentially is a four and a half day week. At 12 o'clock on a friday they will not take any more appointments after eleven forty-five. so we have an issue straight away but in ramadan it's short hours so i think the offices were shutting probably around one o'clock paul so was, let's see we're tran- how many we transfer in each each month but probably transfer on average between 150 to 200 properties per month that probably comes down by 25 percent. so although there was eid there was ramadan there was other different factors as well the big thing was the transfers and the trusty officers just having short hours that's what it was and you've seen that in the figures here before. and i think what you'll see where people are saying about a downturn in in transactions it happens every year when you know last year i think it was as a tune i think we had it It was exactly the same as June. so i'm not concerned one little bit absolutely not one little bit again you look at what we what we call written business in business last year last month without harping on again month on month on month it was our best, best.
1: so do you know i was talking to um <laughs> my wife and i were on the 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 phone to my father-in-law over the weekend we're not spoke to him for a couple of weeks and he just made a comment and he was like oh we're catching up bloody blah and he went oh i suppose all have had another record month haven't he <laughs> and we're like yes. i don't know what to say yeah and i hope i hope we continue to be not bored but i hope continue don't know how to react because it is like we're saying
0: it is just th- the th- same thing every month what i will say i was speaking to one of um one of the guys who heads up one of um on the company and he was saying exactly the same after i've put i've made a point on here it's not all about percentages increases and everything else i've wrote on a, a, one of my first points here and i think whilst i don't want to harp on about how good our company is and everything else, because obviously I'm very, very biased like you are. How many people do you reckon we've got that have been in our business over five years, Paul? 50? 79 people have been in our business over five years. My point being is, and I was I don't know whether you listened to Carl's podcast the other day with, with Chris from Elite Performance, and he was talking about redheads and blueheads. Now, the difference between a redhead I might, I might get this the wrong way around a redhead who wants is purely results driven and they just want to see the end result all the time a blue head is all about structure now i feel our if you want to say our our premium our white people like being at this company is because we are structure driven and when we talk about month on month on month we have records and so on and so forth don't get me wrong everyone's in the same boat i'm sure other companies as well who we compete against At all having the same podcast or all having the same reports. One of them, we've got 79 people here, yourself, the lads who own the company. We've got our our top performers who have been with us 11 years in the likes of Darren. Rob's been here nine years. That for me, epitomizes why we are on this trajectory. Yes, the market is performing the way it is, but let's not forget what we've got, our spine. And in any company, whether it be a sports institution, whether it be financial institution, a company is based around the spine. And for me, that is why we put ourselves in the position I feel that we are in. Listen, let's not forget this place. And as we've gone on record, we've said it so many times, Paul, about how the lifestyle, people want the lifestyle of what Dubai brings, the climate, the opportunity, all that that bodes well. But let's look internally as well, because you never do that. And the span of our company is the reason, one of the main reasons why we have put ourselves in this position. And going back to what started the conversation with, with um, will there be a downturn, I just don't see how they can be anytime
1: soon. I really, really can't. No, so to, to put into context for people that maybe are watching and haven't read the report, so this is a Dubai-based transactions, not Allsop and Allsup, So. Within the month of March, there was um, an 18% decrease compared to March 2023, which, as Mark's explained, it's shorter processing times, not just with land department, but with banks and developers. So there's less hours in the working day, less time to process. There's naturally going to be a, a drop in productivity. It it just is what it is. It's not a major problem, sure we'll see a pickup uh, this month. But it's still important to note that compared to the same period 2022, still a 45% increase Year on year, so and in terms of volume as well, thirty-three percent decrease um, in April this year compared to uh,
0: March, but still a fifteen point nine percent increase year like, on year. Like I said, Paul, it's the same every year, and you'll see it, it's it's so consistent. When we have Ramadan months and we have Eid, it's always the way, and it's it's purely down without repeating be ourselves to the working hours
1: so i don't know if you've got the report up if not i, c- I can fill in the details but what are we seeing in terms of off-plan ready properties are people buying apartments are they buying villas what's what's happened in april
0: well according to the dubai land department off plan made up 52 percent of the total transactions obviously 48 was secondary but if you look at the volume or sorry the value 70 percent of that was made up of secondary which just solidifies what we keep saying about the secondary market and this is like your Burj
1: Khalifas, your lighthouses, your Palm Villas. Yeah. There was one in um. I, this probably not in these in
0: this data, but there's a villa that sold in T- Talal Gaff for 200 million. Yeah. Which is massive, huge. And there was a plot that sold for I think it was 125 for last month on uh, Jumeirah Bay. Yeah. It was all over the news. So whilst listen, there's still a massive uptake and there's a, there's, a, there's a big hype around the luxury market. We said it last month, Paul, Q1. Between one and three million diddums made up eighty-one percent of the of the total volume of transactions. So yet, whilst it's getting a lot of hype, your bread and butter is still at the forefront and is still not going away. But seventy percent of the total value was secondary in uh, in April.
1: I think another good stat to to point out, which uh, like we said last month, value between one and three million shows a mature market. The mortgage value increase year on year, April 22 to 23, yep. there's a 40.7% increase in April 23
0: compared to 22. And, you, and it just shows, Paul, even in that, with obviously the interest rates have moved in a, on a, at a rapid scale, it just shows that people still want to try and buy properties because the way the rental markets moved, you're paying more, you're paying a lot more than what you would if you were tying yourself into a mortgage, you know? And I think there's some, even though the, the interest rates have, have spiked in the last 12 months, there's still some excellent um, rates at the moment. I was speaking to our head of um, mortgages the other day, and I'm trying to readjust my mortgage. And the rate that he was giving me was really competitive. It was gonna save me, it was gonna save me quite a few dirhams, you know? So it's something that I'm also looking at. But yeah, in terms of mortgage transaction, it doesn't seem to have deterred the interest rates many people away, from being honest with you really doesn't No, um, there was something we picked out when the
1: data this year with regards to the commercial market mm-hmm. and I think what we're seeing there correct me if I'm wrong is a huge evidence of a massive
0: undersupply of commercial space I'll never forget when we um, it was actually me and you who interviewed our head of more uh, head of uh, commercial and when he came in over a period of six to twelve months it's quite stagnant not stagnant in terms of transactions but it was quite stagnant in terms of pricing and then after 12 months prices started then started to move and started to spike and he said this the first time that he had seen prices in commercial as in a resale started to spike the way they have and there is it's similar to, again it's similar to, to residential sales bullets and residential lettings people just cannot get properties you know properties if you're a homeowner and you want to live in the property People can't get something that's vacant, have to wait 12 months. Same for commercial space. People, it's very, very tough to get commercial space. We're going through an issue at the moment where we have a number of clients, number of high ticket clients as well, where they want spaces, let's say, whether it be in Boulevard Plaza or Boulevard um, Marina Plaza, and we just can't find them units. We just really can't. And again, it goes back. To the under-supplying the market. Well, we've had it from an all-sub and also point of view. When we've been looking for other offices around the city,
1: we always gravitate to the same buildings because there's not a lot out there. So I guess this is a call out to developers if you, they're building more. If they build more office space at the moment, they're going to get purchased in and out. Sure. Okay. So rental-wise, what's what's some of the headlines from the rental market in April?
0: Well, we saw an average our average lettings um, value last month was 163,000 dirhams. Um, I think it was slightly down month on month and also slightly down year on year as well. But again, in terms of when we touch on, at the start with the, with the headline of, of, of the pod or the headline of our, our market report was, we're seeing a decline in, in, in certain sectors or certain departments. Client registrations, poor, similarly to, to that of, of sales, we're seeing such and it's such a, an aggressive amount of people coming into the market wanting to rent properties, whether it be from overseas, whether it be people moving from an apartment to, to a villa. And it's very healthy. It really, really is healthy. Again, similar to what we we saw in sales. Um, but again, it was a really good month for our our, our sales department.
1: Yeah, no. And for, I'm sorry, our lease. For lettings, it was, and again, just to explain some of the, the issues on the letting side for people who maybe, it sounds simple, but it's not always obvious there is a decline in transactions in uh, month on month from March to April 2023, but a rise of 16.4% April this year compared mm-hmm. to last year. But when you've got Easter holidays and people are travelling, it's harder to view properties. It doesn't matter when it's, it's heat ha- and people are away; it's harder to get people through the door to, yeah. to view properties. So when we're talking about how like uh, holidays or events affect the market. It, it, it can be a simple things so that
0: people can't get into a, a property to view it. If they can't view it, they, they, they're not going to rent it. People have, the thing with, with 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 what happened over the last 30 days or last 40 days, people have a little bit more time and they want to spend in the house and they don't really want to let people in the house to, to, to view the property. So there's so many variables as to them figures that you've just alluded to then,
1: Paul. So going back to client registrations yep. and flipping back to buyers, there was a 12.6% increase in buy registrations in April compared to March. Yeah. And if you listen back to our previous pots, every month there's more and more and more, every month we're saying there's an increase. And that really is what signifies the market to, to me. And I know for you as well, in terms of the strength of the market, as long as that demand is there. And in, at the moment it's increasing month to month. And obviously you can't always do that, but at the moment it is. So that's a
0: huge indication of why we're able to, we don't think. Listen, when, when we saw, and we mentioned it a few times now, the a couple of, couple of downward spikes. I will always, always look for client registrations. Where the transactions go down, I will always look at client registrations. And like you say, month on month, week on week, we are registered. And again, it's not just us, Paul. I know that for a fact that when we speak to two to other companies, clients want a part of this. Clients want to be on the ladder. Clients want to, buyers want to be part of what's going on in Dubai. And that's showing in our numbers month on month. I think we registered something like 850 buyers last month or something along the lines of that, which is just unheard of. It's absolutely, it's it's unbelievable, you know? Yeah. And I can't see that, I can't see that suffering at all.
1: No, and there's sometimes it's, it's useful to look at the wider news to to see reasons why people are, are moving here as well and if there's just looking at one new story that that's come out over the last few days is uae's ranked number one in the world for talent attractiveness and global market indices which i am reading that and it sounds a bit of a, a mouthful
0: but overall i think it's saying dubai is an attractive place for people to come in and live and work and this is just one of a number of things that we've seen you know this is again we talk about it every single pod especially when i'm on it about the lifestyle about how attractive this place is whether it be crime rates practically zero, people leave the door and everything else. And again, without going over old old ground, that just adds to the law of of Dubai. We forget about, not forget about, but look at F&B, look at all the developments that that the developers are bringing to market. You know, there's a few more developments on the Palm that got, um, that were getting coverage a couple of days back. Armani releasing another developments on the trunk. we had Como that just released starting from 21 million dirhams, that was, I think there's only a couple of units left. So all of these all of these things, and you've obviously got Marsa Al Arab, which is part of the Jumeirah, Jumeirah group, that will be um, handing over soon. All of these things, again, just add to the law of Dubai.
1: So we're halfway through May now, and obviously we'll do a, a pod next month and we'll talk about May's data, but how are we shaping up halfway through? So we've talked about April and what we saw. What's yes. May
0: looking like so far? Um, very healthy, very, very healthy again. Look at that smile, what yeah. It's very, very last week we had our second best month, second best week ever. Um, and if we had another two or three days, that would have blew our, our record out of the water. And I, I'm I've got to apologize to just keep harping on about records, but that's what's happening, that's what's happening at the moment. And going back to agents and brokers within our, our company, it's not just our mainstays who have been here who, who it's, we talk about, and we, speak, we were speaking to Alini off, off camera and she was talking about different developments where they were, the likes of Mira, the likes of Villanova, the likes of Murdon. People now are starting to penetrate them areas. We have obviously a team of, of people who are looking after their areas. And these guys within the company are seeing some fantastic returns, you know? And the apartments, and the, sorry, the villas, and the apartments are really, really attractive. People are just shifting. Like you say, because of, of what's going on with prices, people are shifting themselves, let's say down the old co- corridor, where they wanted to be in the ranches, but now they moved down to Town Square or Villanova or, or Moodon. And there's some excellent deals, Paul, but yeah, in a, in a nutshell, it's it started okay this month.
1: And in terms of the, the market, we talked about some of the uh, maybe delays we've had on processing at banks and, and land department. From, at, at the moment we can only report internal data, but from what we're seeing, or are we seeing, so last month we had maybe a, a reduction in transfers, are we seeing that reverse this month in terms of an
0: increase in what's? I think so, and, and don't forget let's, because we're talking about sales here yet. Yeah. If you look at sales, you you have a two or three months turnaround from when a deal has is, is being done, i us say a deal has been what we call written. It takes, if there's finance involved, anything from two to four months. So if you look at, let's say in May, it'll be February's deals. February was an excellent month for us. So, plus the fact that the banks will be at full tilt in terms of of um timings same to the, as the land department, same as the developers. So, I expect again I expect it to be exactly like it was like it was last month. Good.
1: Well, we'll find out next month when we come back to you with May's uh, data pod. So, in the meantime, thank you for watching as always. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow, and if you do have any comments or questions or anything you'd like us to um, to address next time, please give us a shout.
0: And it's by the lovely. way, sorry, Paul, Go if on. anyone can get back to me before the guys come back to us with regards to the base Khalifa unit, please, please do. Because it's blew my mind. <laughs> Absolutely blew my mind.
1: <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you.